You may be wondering what happens after opponents refute your arguments and try to tear down your case. Well, today, we will be introducing a strategy for you to fix or even save your partner's case, and that strategy is called rebuilding. So hey, everyone. Welcome to the Debate 101 series of This House Would. I'm Nicole Chu. And I'm Noah Pino. And today, we'll be talking about what exactly is rebuilding and different methods to rebuild your partner's case. So rebuilding is essentially a way for you to fix gaps in your partner's case. And I use that phrasing because it highlights that there are many different ways that you can rebuild. So many people think of rebuilding as refuting refutation. And this is certainly a kind of rebuilding to look at ways that your partner's case has been attacked and to attack those attacks to prove that their refutation is not correct. However, there are many other ways that your partner could have gaps in your case. They could be missing analysis, they could be missing other components, and that means that really anything that improves on your partner's constructed material is something that counts as rebuilding. So before I talk about the different ways to do rebuilding, I do just want to mention who rebuilding is for. So rebuilding is something that second speakers do to rebuild their first speakers. But this is really important, and I see a lot of people make this mistake. In British parliamentary, extension speakers do not rebuild their front half. The reason you don't is because you are competing against three other teams. So if you're closing government and your opening government is getting completely decked by opening opposition, that is like gold for you because it means that you don't have to do that much to compare against them. So that's something important to keep in mind. You only want to rebuild your partner's material. It doesn't do you any good as back half to rebuild front half. So essentially for BP then, it means the whip speaker rebuilds the extension speech then. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. So we'll be talking more about whip speeches in a future episode. Uh, but one of the roles of a whip speech is to rebuild their partner's case. Uh, so it is something that all second speakers do do. It is more explicit in second speeches on front half. So often deputies will say, you know, I'm going to refute first and then rebuild. They'll kind of divide them into their own sections. With whip speakers, you want to group it into your themes, your general ideas and arguments about the round. However, it is something that both speakers should do because you want to fix gaps, repair damage dealt to your partner's case, regardless of what position you are in BP. Great. So what are some different strategies for you to rebuild your partner's case? In my opinion, and this is the way that I was taught that I, I, I think is actually not that common, but I found really helpful to think about. There are two ways that you could rebuild broadly. So the first is negative rebuilding. And the second is positive rebuilding. So I'll kind of dive into each of these, but the kind of difference between these two is that negative rebuilding is negating attacks on your partner's case. That means negative rebuilding is refuting refutation. And negative rebuilding is usually the kind that most people learn or what most people think of when they do rebuilding. But positive rebuilding is when you add new content onto your partner's case. So it is something that is new that did not appear in your partner's case. Now, this, this distinction is in some ways a bit artificial because oftentimes you'll end up doing both even at the same time as a second speaker, but it's good at least to think about how you're helping your partner's case. 
that being said, just because one is like called negative or like only refuting reputation doesn't mean that it's not important or even as important. Both are really critical skills to have. So it's important to both repair the attacks that your partner's case perceived, as well as proactively look for weaknesses that you can improve to strengthen their case. So would you say negative rebuilding is essentially more similar to reputation, but positive rebuilding is more similar to constructive? That's exactly right. And we will talk about what those could each look like. But the reason that they are called negative and positive is because it reflects the negative side of the case, which is reputation, versus the positive side of your case, which is positive material. So the reason that they have those names is reflective of the techniques you use exactly like that. The skills that you use for negative rebuilding are basically the same that you use for reputation. So if you think about it, arguments are generally considered to be true and important if they're something that is well received in the round. So you want to make sure that you explain why is this argument true? Why is this something that the judge should care about? And refutation, similarly, as we talked about in a previous episode, can attack arguments on both of those fronts as well. So you can refute a point by challenging whether it's true and challenging whether it's important. So what negative rebuilding does is it looks at one of those challenges that undermined the truth or the importance or the relevance or the exclusivity or whatever else of your partner's case. And it is addressing that specific challenge that you got. So negative rebuilding is most effective when it traces the type of refutation that you received. What that means is that the only way that you could successfully negatively rebuild um, your partner's point, if the point was challenged for being not true, is if you successfully prove that it is still true. Um, in other words, you are basically responding to challenges and undoing the challenge. Um, that means that it uses the same skill, but since you are kind of tracing a line of thinking, a component of the argument, like its truth or its importance, just remember that at the end, you will have to link your negation back to your point. And I guess what I mean by that is you want to still kind of explain in the end, here's why my point still stands. Um, it seems kind of obvious, but many times people miss it. This is often something to make sure that you actually did successfully restore the truth of the argument instead of just refuting refutation, but not actually rebuilding. I remember when I was first taught how to rebuild, essentially someone said that it was like a tennis match. So um, essentially you would say which point you're trying to rebuild and then what the reputation for that point was and then how you're going to rebuild your partner's point. Essentially, is that how you would explain it? That's a great way to um, rebuild. And also, I like that you like, I like that you brought in how you actually phrase that because a mistake many people make in rebuilding is that they do not signpost which argument they're actually rebuilding. So, great ways to do that are to show what was the original argument and then say what the attack was in brief and then address the way that you're rebuilding it. So, signposting really makes a big difference in rebuilding in all kinds of rebuilding, but especially negative rebuilding, because you do have to remember that you are basically summarizing a specific chain between like two speeches plus yourself. So it's really important to mention what that argument was 
and mention what the reputation was before you negate that reputation. And I also like the analogy of a tennis match. It sounds kind of self-explanatory, but if somebody like serves to one corner of the court, you have to move to that corner of the court to hit it back. So like in the same way, if somebody says, you know, this argument isn't true, you can't negatively rebuild it by saying, but it's really important, guys, because if it's not true, it's not true. So you do have to make sure that you are responding to the type of reputation your partner's case received. Great. So what about positive rebuilding then? What exactly do you mean by adding new content? So the best way to think about how you're adding new content is to compare it to negative rebuilding. So negative rebuilding, well, when it's done perfectly, will restore your partner's case to its original strength. So roughly what that means is that if your partner's point was maybe like, let's say, 90% true, whatever that means, but 90% true, and it was refuted, so it was only 30% true, your negative rebuilding could put it back to 90% true. But positive rebuilding is adding new content onto parts of the argument that were weak or messy or unclear, which means that you can actually make that 90% into 100%. And you can even do that on arguments that weren't directly refuted, which is a really useful way to strengthen material for the back half if you're front half. So positive rebuilding is like constructive in some ways. You want to look for mechanisms, impacts, maybe framing, maybe stakeholders that your partner kind of overlooked. And these are things that you want to listen for as your partner is speaking. And once you go up, make sure that you add those details in. So there's a few ways that I've seen people do this. One way is that you actually listen to your partner's speech and take notes as if you're a judge. So if you're a judge, you know, you're only writing exactly what is said. You are keeping in your mind, you know, what are the weaknesses of this argument? What's missing? And as a second speaker, you're going to add those parts. So if you notice that your partner forgot to mention something you said in prep, you can bring it up. But the other way that people often do this as they're rebuilding is they will actually, in their prep, plan to have multiple mechanisms or impacts so that the second speaker can actually add on to that. So this is a really sneaky strategy that I learned from you know older BP debaters than me of how they were able to fit constructive into second arguments. And often the constructive was just a slightly different version of what the first speaker had said. So a really classic example, you might have an argument about how something adversely affects the general population, and the second speaker could add details about how this especially hurts a certain stakeholder. So for example, it specifically hurts women. It specifically hurts um, impoverished people. And these are techniques that you could use to improve the original argument without being entirely different. Wait, so hold on a second. So whips, in my understanding, cannot add new information, but how exactly are they able to positively rebuild then? So that's a great question. And I have a serious and then slightly cynical answer. So my slightly cynical answer is you have to seem like you're not giving new info, but that doesn't actually mean that you can't give new info. So often saying that something is rebuilding is a really good way to sneak in new material. 
As long as you can show how it's directly related to your partner's speech, you can get away with a lot of new information and have the judges accept it as not being new since it is very clearly and closely built on what your partner said. So new, no new info allowed, but like, you know, you could trick the judges a bit. However, um, the other thing to remember is that positive rebuilding is not limited just to mechanisms or impacts. So a very common way of positive rebuilding is when you clarify what an extension is, when you clarify what an argument looks like in the real world. So these are things that you can do even if you're not challenged by the other side. So you could have your partner give a messy extension and the opposition refutes it the best they can, and you can still clarify what the extension was because you want the judge to have a better picture of what your material is that you're comparing to other teams. So positive rebuilding will often focus on different parts. In second speakers, you're trying to be more explicit with adding mechanisms and impacts when you're on front half because you actually want to increase the constructive. You want to try to take away possible jumping points for your back half. So that way, your back half can't give the extension about how this affects women because you explained how your partner's arguments also have a particular effect on women, for example. So positive rebuilding is kind of meant to like limit the back half a bit uh, when you're front half and to make your arguments stronger to withstand attack. But on back half, positive rebuilding in whip speakers looks a lot more like clarifying the extension, clarifying how that extension uh, kind of engages, challenges different arguments on front half, and basically reshaping it into something more clear for the judge. So it's different strategies and different parts of the argument, but positive rebuilding is still something whip speakers can do and should do. Wow. So finally, understanding negative and positive rebuilding, it really seems like it's a really important part of essentially your side. It's essentially like a second chance for you to clarify and essentially build up and fix your case. So I think it's definitely an important skill to have. The last thing that I would add here, uh, just briefly about rebuilding, I know that this is a very artificial way to look at rebuilding. You might not in the round or even in prep think of negative versus positive and whether they're different. But do remember that as a second speaker, it's great to add on to what your partner said and build on what they've said, and you're not limited to just responding. So try to balance your rebuilding between responses and also improving what your partner said. Almost like you were in a class discussion and you were building off what somebody's answer was that you thought was really interesting. Great. I think that's a really good place to end. So thank you for joining the Debate 101 series. Stay tuned for more on This House Wood. Please follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and our Instagram, at THW Debate Podcast. Thank you.